Boo to you! Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is coming back. Doctor Strange has a huge premiere weekend, and Disney is celebrating Mother's Day every weekend in May. Plus, we talk about the attractions, restaurant, and more that we need to come back. All this and more on Episode 89 of the Mickey Fall Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to the Mickey File Podcast. I'm Scott, and with me, as always, my lovely wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. <laughs> There's actually a lot to talk about in news. There is. A couple announcements, but they were cool announcements. Mm-hmm. Then if we still have time, we'll talk about all the stuff that isn't open yet that we desperately miss and need to come back. Desperately. Won't be everything that's not reopened, just the stuff we care about. Exactly. <laughs> stuff that matters to us. Yeah. Um, no housekeeping this week. Aww. Oh, a little bit. Okay, what? I have no idea when it's coming out. <laughs> but last week we recorded uh, me and Tony Ann and Kurt Stone. Oh, yeah. Tony Ann from Disney Crush Podcast, Kurt mm-hmm. Stone from Geekin' on WDW, mm-hmm. recorded with Stephen Sheila from the Monorail Tales Podcast. Nice. Talking about lounges and bars and just places to get a drink when you're in at Disney World. The places that we like to go to. Yeah, and not just get a drink. Sit down, relax, be comfortable, get maybe some small plate kind of food mm-hmm. just and to, get a drink. Just to relax and... <laughs> And, you know, places that are restaurants, maybe we make lounges. <laughs> yeah, one of those was definitely talked about. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know when that's going to come out. I know um, when it was on before, it came out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. She was not usually too far behind. Right, which is nice. Yeah. And then, uh, good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we have Rick and Steve on that we'll record with. This week, oh yeah, for a little uh, a little game. Ooh. We got to get a couple other people. Still, forgot I need to talk to people about that. <laughs> if you'd no, like to be on, nothing like planning ahead, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to be on, reach out to us. Oh, I bet we have some people would like to be on. What type of game is it, though? I don't know if I want to give that away. Okay, I'm not sure we're ready to announce it. Okay. I mean, what if, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. What if we don't get to record this week? And well, that's true. Okay. So. Not a problem. But we're going to play a little game. Okay. Games are fun. Yeah. I also don't know if I want to, I'm going to put this in here and I might take it out. Okay. Because you don't know about it and I need your thoughts. <laughs> Rick Forbes gave us a name for our group. Oh, he did? The Mickey File Improvement District. The Mickey File Improvement District? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like it. I think I'm going to change it. It is kind of fun. To that when we get off. It is kind of When we're fun. done with the podcast. We're, I think we're going to change the name. So find us at the Mickey File Improvement District. <laughs> we're our own self-governing body. We do whatever we want to. It's true. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, enough of the foolishness. Why? We're always fools. What's in the news? <laughs> After a two-year hiatus, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party returns in all of its splendor in 2022. Yay! Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party will return on 37 nights. That's a lot. It's a lot. Because we, when we did the party one, it was 31. And I thought that was a lot. 37 nights. Wow. Because we could only go to 30 of them for that party because we couldn't go on Halloween night. That is correct. Right. Um, it looks like they've added... I think they've added a bunch of dates in September is what it is. Yeah. October always had a lot of dates. I think September they added a bunch more. August and September, it was kind of building. Yeah. Like August, it builds towards the end of September, towards the end of August. But September, that's got a ton of dates. So I think they were adding a third actual, like a, it was like Sunday and Tuesday I think now they're adding like a Thursday or something. Well, we were going Fridays. Oh, Fridays. That's what it was. Yes. So August 12th is a Friday. Yeah, that's opening, so it's more expensive. Yeah. Then they're Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, Friday for mm-hmm. a while. Right. And then they're probably But then they start it. getting like September 9th, 11th, 13th, 16th. So September 9th is a Friday, 11th is Sunday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, Friday. So, yeah. yeah, it looks like they're adding in yeah. Tuesday night ones. Right. So, so, that's cool. Yeah. So, the prices run actually August 20, it starts August 12th. And so, basically, go ahead. It's so weird. So, August 12th, the first night is 139 to 129. Right. Opening night is 139, mm-hmm. 129 for kids. Right. Then, then the, the rest of August, it goes to $109.99. Right. September, early part of September is $119 and $109. Mm-hmm. The rest of September and October 2nd is $139 and $129. October gets really weird. Mm-hmm. Like it jumps around. But basically, if you're going in October, you're either at one fifty nine for adults, or one seventy nine and one forty nine to one sixty nine. On October thirty first, it's one ninety nine, one eighty nine for kids. Right. I mean, it was that. You know, I expect that for Halloween. Not, yeah. I mean, yeah. That makes complete sense. Um, and I think so it, it looks like depends. the Sunday and Tuesday ones are, are less expensive. Yeah, but I mean, so when you get into October. Right, so it has, there's one on Tuesday the 4th, Thursday the 6th, Friday the 7th. And the 7th is the higher price, so the Friday night ones are the higher price ones. Right. Right. Monday the 10th, Tuesday the 11th, Thursday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday the 16th, then, yeah. Well, Friday the 14th, mm-hmm. then Sunday the 16th. Tuesday the 18th, oh, Monday the 10th because it's uh, Columbus Day. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday the 18th, 
Thursday the 20th. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Friday the 21st. Mm-hmm. The 23rd. Which should be a Sunday. Right. Then the 25th, the 27th, the 28th, the 30th, and the 31st. And they're not doing it the 20th. Okay. That makes sense. They're not doing Because that's Saturday night, I think. Yeah. And for some reason, not Wednesday. Yeah. But whatever. Who cares? So now we just need to hear that they're doing a pass for it. Yeah, that would be fantastic if they're doing the pass for it. Because that was the best deal in the world. Josh, I'll take back all the bad stuff I said about you if you'll put out a party pass. I know. If you put the party party pass, we'll buy it in a second. I'll even become a Chapik fan. Because <laughs> that was our Friday night date night. It was for two months, two and I a know. half. So the party, the party times run from 7 p.m. to midnight. Attendees can enter the Magic Kingdom using their party ticket as early as 4 p.m. Tickets go on sale May 12th for those with Walt Disney World hotel reservations and May 18th for all others. They will be available for purchase via Walt Disney World special event ticket websites advanced tickets are non-refundable and the parties are held rain or shine however nights do sell out in advance especially the big nights yeah uh one thing that we didn't say yet according to dvcnews.com there are discounts available for annual pass holders and disney vacation club members Mm -hmm. we'll get ten dollar Per person. They said on select nights. Right. And of course, they haven't told us yet what nights those are. I bet you October 31st is not one of them. It's possible it's not an applicable night. <laughs> and possibly not that. on the first night either. Probably not. Right. Yeah, because that first one, October or August 12th, is a f- um, it takes all the way to the end of September to get back to 139. Yeah. So it's priced, and it should be. I mean, that's the one that always sells out. Right. That and Halloween, so, or those are the two that always sell out the right. fastest. Right. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I am too. I'm no. disappointed we missed it last year. but I know. It's okay. It's okay. Now we have to look at our dates and figure out when we're going to get it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> right, what else we got? Um, the Disney Institute is going on the road. Disney's Approach to Business Excellence, a one-day professional development course that shares select time-tested business insights and best practices that drive the success of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, is going to be available at five different locations and five different dates. The first one is July 13th in Columbus, Ohio, July 19th in Plano, Texas, July 26th in is it West Jordan, Utah? Sure. Um, August 2nd in Redwood City, California. And August 9th at Hanover, Maryland. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. While I was waiting to record, I looked it up. and I mean, the price isn't bad for a Disney thing. What is the price? I didn't look it up. Um, it's between 450 and 500 for the day. But, I mean, in a one-day course for any type of 
professional development, then that's pretty much the standard price. Yeah, right. And they're coming to you. Right. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Disney Summer Magic Quest returns to Disney World. It airs on June 26, 2022. Um, guided by host Yvette Nicole Brown, Zombie stars Meg Donnelly, Pierce Jazza, Kylie Russell, and Matt Cornett will complete compete in an incredible summer quest and partake in challenges inside Epcot during the world's most magical celebration, the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So we watched the last one. That they did at Hollywood Studios. It was it. It was, because the last thing was through Tower of Terror. Right. That's what it was. Right. I kept thinking it looked like a like old temple or something, but that was the outside. It was, yeah, Tower right. of Terror. Right. It looked like they were having it, fun. It was fun. It, it was hokey. Yeah, you know, I mean, but, it is. It's a Disney Channel thing that they put on ABC, I think. But. Yeah, but it was still kind of, I thought it was fun, but you're like, why did you not go and look there? Because we were watching it, we were talking to the TV. <laughs> I just yeah. <laughs> We're like yeah. really, you didn't know that answer, <laughs> right? But it, it was a fun show. Mm-hmm. It was cute. It was cute, and it's cool to actually see Disney World on TV. So because mm-hmm. you don't see that all the time. Usually, no. it's usually it's the other coast, right? <laughs> so at Disney Springs each weekend in May. Celebrating Moms All May Long, presented by Advent Health for Women, encourages families to spend the day together and honor mom. Um, Whether you're enjoying brunch at a favorite Disney Springs restaurant or just spending some quality time together, there are so many ways to say thank you and give mom some extra love this month. There's some cool cool things going on. Mm -hmm. They have the Disney PhotoPass team is ready to help the whole family get in the shot. Visit the special mom photo backdrop near Orange Garage entrance for a family photo. Disney Photo Pass photographers will be available Friday through Sunday throughout the month, but you're still welcome to snap a selfie any day of the week. Yeah. Um, And be sure to stop by the, quote, love grows here, unquote, table located near Enzo's hideaway at the landing where you can send a note to mom on a seed paper postcard, write a heartfelt message on one of these unique postcards, drop it in the box to be mailed out. Then mom, mom can plant the seed postcard to grow her own beautiful wildflowers. Um, there's also a b- beautiful garden theme photo dr- backdrop near the table with a Disney photo pass photographer available Friday through Sunday as well. Mm, very cool. Mm-hmm. Then you can tag your photos with, Hashtag Advent Health for Women and hashtag Disney Springs. That's really neat. Advent Health is spending a whole lot of money at Disney World now. Yes, they are. Like they have the temperature booths. Mm-hmm. They had there's they, billboards all over I four. Oh, all over and all the toll roads around there. Mm-hmm. That all are Advent Health and Disney. Advent Health and Disney. Yeah. Yeah, they're spending a bunch of money with Disney. Today. Yes, they are. For being like far and away the biggest ho- uh, hospital uh-huh. company in Central Florida. So it's <laughs> kind of funny. 
Disney is donating $150,000 to help fund teacher enrichment programs in Orange County Public Schools in the school school district of Osceola County, as well as support for outreach programs at a Gift for Teaching, an organization dedicated to providing educational resources that empower teachers to inspire future leaders. Each organization will receive $50,000 to further invest in programs that continue to support and develop our local teachers in Orange and Osceola counties. And that's the Orange County in Florida. Yes. Thank you. I know you can, I know you're disappointed about this one, babe. I am. (laughs) I put it in our group chat today. I know. I know you're very disappointed on this. A flock of seagulls will no longer be able to perform during Garden Rocks concert series at the 2022 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. They have been removed from the schedule and replaced with Tony Orlando on May 20th and 21st. All right. So the wording on this. Mm -hmm. All I could find. I found it three or four different places, and it was all. They are no longer able to perform. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Did Disney tell them, no, you're bad boys and you can't come play here? Did somebody get COVID? Did the tour bus break down in, like, Idaho, and they just aren't going to be able to get here? Like, it's such strange wording. Maybe the group had a fight and they broke up. Maybe. Maybe. Somebody, you know, stole their amplifier or something. I don't know. I mean, like, it was just such strange wording. But anyway, it does kind of suck. I wanted to see a flock of seagulls. Look, and Tony Ann's right. What? Tony Orlando probably has ten times the songs that Flock of Seagulls does. I would agree with that. But Tony Orlando was, like, for old people... 40 years ago. <laughs> right? Like, you know, tie a yellow ribbon and yes, knock three times is a good song. It's like a seagulls has the greatest hair in rock history. Yes. Maybe well, pop history. Yeah. I was going to say, because there's others, the hair bands, they've got epic hair. Oh, nobody had hair like flock of seagulls. And I'm going to throw the second one out there, Howard Jones. Oh, that was pretty good hair. Howard Jones had Flock of Seagulls quality hair. (laughs) No one is to blame. Yes. Guess you have Garden Rocks dining. I'm just going to tell you, if Flock of Seagulls really wanted to be here, they could have just ran. (laughs) A group whose only song is, I ran. I ran so far away. I mean, that's what happened. They ran far away from Epcot or something. Apparently. All right. So people that had dining packages booked for one of those days are getting an email regarding the change, which actually I saw somebody did post. They had one. They're like, if you'd like to cancel, you can. You can keep it. But now here's the here's the ban for it. So. I'm not sure how much the audiences overlap. True. But the dining packages for it are pretty cool. And mm-hmm. and if not, there'll be some openings for people that want to see Tony, or, Tony Orlando. Exactly. 
So, yeah, cool. <laughs> I guess. Yep. I, I don't really care. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Is he going to have Dawn with him? Because it doesn't say. It doesn't say that. He hasn't had Dawn with him for a while. I know. <laughs> Dawn was what made the group, so. <laughs> Two women, neither one of them named Dawn. <laughs> it's true. So we're thick of Are collectively <laughs> Dawn. It's like the Thompson twins that were three people who are not related. <laughs> like I There was know. another one too that made it came on. I can't think of what it is. Chumbawamba. Nobody in that band is named Chumbawamba. <laughs> All right, enough about Tony Orlando and a flock of seagulls. But it's entertaining. <laughs> I just you know. <laughs> Just add, just add an entertainment value is what we're doing. Right. By talking about 40-year-old bands. <laughs> yes. On the cutting edge of pop culture, <laughs> we are. We are. In, in like three minutes, we talked about <laughs> Flock of Seagulls, Tony Orlando, and Dawn. Howard Jones, the Thompson Twins. <laughs> And Chumbawamba. Well, we're we're pretty we diverse. Are, 1986, we were right there. In the vanguard of the new era of music. Okay, now I love it so hard I can't see. All right, I'm done. The newest installment of Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has arrived with the premiere of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This past weekend, the numbers were came in crazy. It was over $450 million at the global box office with $185 million in the United States alone. It does fall short of the record-breaking $587 million garnered by Spider-Man No Way Home, but it still stacks up as the fourth-largest Marvel debut and the sixth-largest opening weekend box office of all time. Spider-Man was like the first movie after two and two years. Right, and it was near Christmas. Right. So yeah, almost two years right. of not being able to go really to the movies. Right. So I get that one. Right. So we kept joking. We joked about it, but we did watch Doctor Strange while we were at Disney last weekend. Yes. And it was a good movie. It was very like, good. I, I, it's actually growing on me. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, obviously, he was late, a late addition to the MCU, mm-hmm. but he feels like a minor-ish character, you know, compared to Hulk and Spider-Man and Captain America and Iron Man. Right. You know, the big ones. Right. So, for $450 million. Yeah. In a time when, you know, people are still getting COVID and, mm-hmm. you know. Money's tight. Yep. It's pretty impressive. Yes, it is. But I think there was a good hype for it because he he was late to it, but he still 
added a big feature. Well, he did. He added right. a very big component to it. Yes, he did. And it was a good, it was a good movie. It was well, the first one. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the second one yet. I've heard it is very good. Yes. Yeah, I actually thought about trying to go see it this weekend, and then I just didn't want to get off the sofa. I know it was a long week last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, yes. Fourth largest Marvel debut and sixth largest opening weekend box office of all time. Mm-hmm. So there's two movies in the top six that aren't Marvel. Yes. What do you want to bet they're Star Wars? Probably. All right. Uh, DVC News. Yes. In the newest issue of Disney Files Magazine, that's the one we get once a quarter, I think. Is that the one sitting there? Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy on the cover. Uh, yeah. Spring. Yeah. We get every quarter. Yeah. So yep. that's the Disney Vacation mm-hmm. Club magazine, right? Yes, that is. Yeah. So in the new issue, mm-hmm. DVC president, I think his name's Bill Dirksen, reaffirms that Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge is still on the refurbishment schedule. But no new details regarding a starter end date. (laughs) The quote is, and at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, completely reimagined Boulder Ridge Villas are in the works, updating everything from furniture and flooring to appliances. Oh, wow. So it's complete. I don't know how much you can really reimagine them. They kind of still have to be. I mean, they're still in the woods, right? Yeah, but I mean, kind of like what they did with. Yeah. Like they didn't say he doesn't say anything about Murphy beds, but they're putting Murphy beds in everywhere. Yeah. So. By the way, remind me to come back to that. Okay. In December 2019, Boulder Ridge was tapped for an update during the 2020 calendar year, and then it didn't happen. Uh, COVID 19 may have played a role in derailing those plans, but is these Polynesian Village resor- Resort and Villas. And bungalows, the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa were all updated in 2021. The Saratoga Springs project was finished. Mm-hmm. Boulder Ridge is still in desperate need of a refurb. Yes. So on Facebook. A very trusted source. Somebody showed a, took a picture of the inside of Polynesian one of the deluxe studios. Okay. Specifically the Murphy bed. Okay. And asked why they would put a pull-out sofa in front of the Murphy bed. Can I? I it just, didn't matter just, to them because it was just her and her husband. Can I just smack my head right now? I mean, like, I get it. If you're not a DVC owner, I mean, these Murphy beds in the DVC studios, starting with Riviera, Mm -hmm. have been like a huge thing. Right. I mean, huge. We have to keep reminding ourselves we're the weird ones that follow it all, right? It It just was one of those. I read it and I... Like deleted four comments, like typed them out and deleted them. <laughs> like no, nope, nothing 
good is going to come from any of what I type in here right now. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out a nice way of saying it, and I can't. Yeah. Anyway, it just... It really wasn't even that big a deal the other day when it happened, but then it just hit me because we were talking about Murphy Bets. Yeah. Anyway, Kidani Village... Several of the public areas are now reportedly set for refurbishment. Now, I found this article on dvcnews.com. They are referencing WDW News Today as among the first to report this is happening. So, you know. Uh, among the areas featured in the project are the resort's bus stop, the survival of the fittest fitness center, and the barbecue pavilion. They will all remain available to guests, but will be subject to partial closures and reduced services. In late summer, the Savannah Overlook areas located off the main lobby will be refurbished. Construction will alternate between locations, leaving some viewing spaces available, accessible to guests. Okay. That's good. That's good. Construction will be limited to daytime hours, which makes sense. The animals need to sleep. Mm-hmm. The projects are expected to wrap up by early October, which seems like a long time, but it's only four months. Right. Uh, Kidani Village's Samawati Springs pool has recently just reopened after a pretty long refurbishment. Yeah. It was closed for a while. And it does... Remind us that guest rooms at both Kidani and Jumbo House should be due for an extensive refurbishment as early as 2023. That would be very nice when get the Murphy beds in there. Yeah. And it just needs to be refreshed. It really. It does. Yeah. It's, I, I love it. It's a little dark. Yes. Furniture is dark and bulky. Right. I but mean, I they still can, love the resort. No, I love the resort. And they can still keep it, you know, have the dark wood and everything but just still modernize it a little you know the one thing i don't want them to do at animal kingdom if they refurbish it is what put in the moving sidewalks like they have when you get on and off haunted mansion <laughs> to go down the um down the hallways all the hallways <laughs> so if you're all the way at the end you really don't care or that put much put a people mover in <laughs> Dang, man, I don't care where you are. You're a long way from the lobby, and you're a long way from whatever elevator you're supposed to come up on. We've been lucky. Last time we stayed, we were right around the corner from an elevator. We got lucky. Yeah, but that doesn't happen very often. No. It seems like the worst mm-hmm. for walking. Well, it and it... When you get on the elevator or off the elevator, it's really hard to figure out where your room is because you actually have to almost get started down the hall before you realize you're going the wrong way. They could do a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, a little better signage yeah. as to what room numbers or which direction. Yes. But. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, actually, I, mean, I love it. It's though. cool, though. Um, you know, get those two yeah. up to speed with uh, the Saratogas. and. Mm-hmm. Murphy bed in there would make a big difference, too. It would, yeah. Yeah. That's all the news I got. That's it? Okay. Cool. So our topic for this week. Yes. That isn't news. There's still things that aren't open. I know, and it hurts me. 
inside. Uh, it does. Deep. Yeah. Um, there's stuff that I really miss that, you know, we thought we're going to be back. For the 50th? There were things I thought would be back for the 50th. You know, there were all these reports that everything was going to be reopened by the 50th. Yes. And I don't know. We've got, we've 10, got a pretty good 15 list. things on this list. Mm-hmm. And a bunch more that we didn't even put on a list because we don't care. Right. Like, listen, I want everything to be open. So mm-hmm. it's not that I don't care. It's not really applicable. But the fact of the matter is, we're not going to Victoria and Alberts. No. I mean, you know, maybe if we win Powerball, obviously, but just on a general trip. No. I'm not spending 500 bucks on dinner. So that's not on our list because I'm not, I mean, I want everything open, but um, I'm just, I'm not holding my breath, counting the days for Victorian Alberts. Okay. 784 days. Um, <laughs> same as everything else on our list. It's the only reason I have that. <laughs> it, so, you know, there are things on here anyway that we didn't put on the list. Right. A million character mates. We're just going to say character mates. Yes. (laughs) Karen, why don't you go first? Well, the first and foremost, trains. Yeah, I'm ready for the train to come back. Trains? We've seen it. Oh, we've seen social media posts that they've been test running it. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it they probably are using part of that area back there between fantasy land and Tomorrowland for construction access yes. to tron and it would ruin the magic yes if you've got to stop for a you know truck full of material to come in or whatever right and it really wouldn't make sense for it to go through the middle of a construction area either. Right. You know, we went, like when I worked at Bush Gardens, we crossed CSX lines going to the brewery. Okay. But first of all, the entire park was built around, at the time, a working brewery. Right. Everybody knew that. That was the reason that Bush Gardens exists. Mm-hmm. Was around that brewery, right? And you know, it was Bush Gardens, right? You can see the street from like Everywhere. the whole park. <laughs> you know, right? it's just not the same. I mean, it's it's very different. Yeah, right? it's in like a ten, not ten square blocks, but ten block square, right? Area. So you know, it's a lot smaller. I want to say I think it's seventy five total acres. As opposed to 27,000. <laughs> so it was what it was. Right. But yeah, you, you don't want to do that. Now, that being said, when it first opened, it only went to Frontierland. And then we go backwards? That was later. I guess when they were building Storybook Circus, maybe. But yes, it did for a while. It was, remember we talked about it, mm-hmm. the Backtrack Express, where it went to one station and then backed up, back to Main Street. Right. 
So, you know, if they really wanted to, they could get it running. But that, I may have to take a day off work to go over and ride it when it reopens. Okay. I miss the train. It's been forever. It has been forever. Well, because it closed before closure. Yeah, well before closure. Right. It's been a long time. Yes, it has. Mine won't surprise anybody. (laughs) Still three parks that don't have trams. Rumor Just is, saying. rumor is one of them's coming back the, towards the end of the month. Yeah, we're, I don't know. I, I heard the other day somebody said twenty days. I guess three weeks. That's reasonable to get people trained. Yeah, but until I actually see it in place, I'm not. I'm not putting any money on it. Yeah, and. I mean, I guess Animal Kingdom, that parking lot's huge. It is huge. So I guess that's the right next one. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then So, I- yeah, I'm really waiting on those mm-hmm. two things. And the next one. Yeah, go ahead, babe. Because that's your deal. <laughs> Hoop-de-doo. You know, we had kind of made it a tradition mm-hmm. on our anniversary trip. Yep. And now we've had three of those that we haven't been able to do it. I know. Right? Yes. Yeah, 2021, 22. Mm-hmm. So, sucks. I mean, that was a thing, you know, I grew up going to Hoopty Doo. Right. So, I'm ready for that. I know that has an opening date. Yes, but. I'm still sure. waiting on it. Right. <laughs> that it is, it is the things we are most looking forward to, and that is. One of the things I am most looking forward to. Yes, and I would let you, we'd pick that one for you, and then we'd pick one for me. Yeah. (laughs) For me, fantastic. Yeah, I, you know. I miss that so much. It felt like it was allegedly getting close, and then I heard they had to drain it again. Yeah. I did see something the other day that it's like, allegedly confirmed can something be allegedly confirmed i'm not sure it is allegedly confirmed that they've taken the pocahontas scene out and replacing it with something can't remember what or if it even said i mean i just want to see sorcerer mickey mm-hmm. and maleficent together yeah that's that yeah. to me i mean i love the show that to me is the ah, part it's a very cool show. I can't believe how long it took us to actually go. I know. See it. I know. Next one, they keep talking about it and keep talking about it. And Disney Dining Plans. They keep saying it's coming back. They said it was coming back. And crickets. Yeah. I. You know, we have some on here and we'll kind of maybe we should just lump them together when we get down to the bottom Mm -hmm. there are some restaurants that aren't open or aren't open for everything like you know be our guest doesn't have breakfast crystal palace isn't having breakfast right now so you know i mean i guess all the restaurants probably have to be reopened before they do that but Man, I mean, it seems like they're missing out on money. I know. And, and, you know, people go on both sides. You just use that money towards it. But I liked, I really. I liked not 
worrying about it. Right. And the that's, way we do it was it. different, I think, than other people. Right. So we definitely, I think we definitely took advantage of it the way, you know, for us it made sense. Yeah, it did. It, it did for us. Yeah. We used it for hoopty do and signature dining. and Right. We used it for our big trip of the year when. We knew it was going to be an expensive, expensive meal. Right. And right. for that, it actually made sense. It did. For sure. The tours. Yes. Like the rest of the tours. Mm-hmm. The Marceline to the Magic Kingdom, Backstage Magic, that one around the world showcase. Mm-hmm. Those I want to do, but all the tours. You yes. Know. I don't know that I'm going to go scuba diving in the aquarium at Epcot ever, but some people want to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, let's the get bus- all the but tours But the behind the seeds one's really cool. It's a very inexpensive tour. I thought we did it since COVID. Maybe we didn't. I guess we didn't. Mm -mm. Yeah, I mean, that was only 25 bucks. I know. But yeah, I want all the tours back. Yes, all of them. All of them. All of them. And I know, staffing and social distancing and all the rest. But but now that they have the college programs coming back, that should help. I'm hoping that'll help with the And the international students are supposed to be, or people are supposed to be coming back too, right? Right. So, so I think those should help with staffing. Yeah, I'm I hoping. Think so. The Bippity Bobbity Boutique. And the Harmony Barbershop. And the Harmony Barbershop. Barbershop. Because so Let's many kids. Let everyone get their hair did. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's honestly kind of odd going into that corner of Magic Kingdom and both of those corners. And it's just closed up. Yeah. So, lots of kids used to get their first haircut at Harmony Barbershop. Yes. So, they used to come back. Come and the back. girls in their, you know, bippity-boppity. I, I understand. Man, that's close contact, both of those. Yes. Yeah. I also can tell you that for the last two years, I have been getting haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, my hair has not been growing for the last two years. No. I've been getting haircuts. At places probably far less safe, certainly with far less in the way of restrictions the entire time than Disney had. Right. We can lump a few of these, Mm -hmm. like we said, restaurants. Yes. Mostly character stuff that we're missing. 1900 Park Fair, Mm -hmm. Ackershus, Royal Banquet Hall, Trattoria Al Forno, Bon Voyage Character Breakfast. We never... Got to do that. No, it was on our list before shutdown. Yeah. We had a reservation for it when Uh the park shut down. Yep. Characters back, Winnie the Pooh and all his friends at Crystal Palace, Mm -hmm. uh, Cape May. You know, anywhere else that we're forgetting. I know. Cinderella's Royal Table's open. I don't believe it's the princess dining yet. Uh, The princesses are there. They're not coming up to the tables. Okay. So... And get them back. You know, we haven't done a character dining since the whole mask things and the character greetings. So I don't know what they're doing at Topolino's and Tusker House and right those right now. Because they were still distance when we went. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for those to be back. 
Yes. Another one I had on the list. I'm still counting it as the same show. It's just being redone. Finding Nemo the musical or Finding Nemo the musical, the great big blue and beyond, whatever it's called. I'm ready for that one to come back. I really enjoyed that show. Yes, we really did. Especially where it was, like in the hottest part of Mm -hmm. the hottest park. Right. (laughs) So it was a good place over, you know, I'm not quite convinced about Dino Land, but <laughs> I mean, that's where it was. Yeah, so, basically. Yeah, or at least that's where it was considered. Yeah. Ready for that to come back. Mm-hmm. I want Enchanted Tales with Belle to come back just for the room where the mirror opens up. Yeah, the the entrance of it. I mean, the rest of the show was hokey and... Right. 100% for kids. Right. but Which is fine, by the way. It's Disney and needs to be for kids. Right. I just want to see the mirror open back up. It's still a better effect than runaway Mickey Ray. and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh-huh. Because we stood there and went, we even watched the video over several times. Like, how did that open? Right. And I've watched the video of Mickey and Minnie's, so I've now figured out how they do it. It's very cool. Yeah. It's not as cool as the way that mirror yeah. opens up to me anyway. And that's, I want to see it just to go see the mirror again and go, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. I think that's all we have. Mm-hmm. Unless you thought of anything else. No. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Okie dokie. Everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of the Mickey File podcast. If you haven't already, go find us at the Mickey File Improvement District on Facebook. Are you really going to change it? I'm changing it. (laughs) If I wasn't trying to pay attention to recording, I would have done it while we were recording. But, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, it seems harder to do than give half of my attention to. (laughs) So, anyway, we'll be doing that. Instagram, we're at. Mickey file underscore podcast. Okay. And uh, podcast is everywhere. So if you want to help us out, just uh, subscribe and tell some friends about us. And that's all we have for this week. So thanks again, everybody. Bye. Thank you again. Good night. Good night.